0: If you
1: wanna be my friend, you'd better go and get, get a, pen. a pen. And I'm maybe we can keep in, in touch, like they like did, did in the old days. It, it wasn't was so gone. long ago. Oh, 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 oh. And I, I, wish, I you wish, wish you well.
3: Oh, 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 oh. Sign your pen. I <laughs> love that you're like, right, I guess we're not doing it. I love it. <laughs> Your... That
4: is the sound of somebody dying, though.
3: <laughs> Just pain. Yeah. Just pain. Folks, we're at the end of August. Yeah. Daniel and I are 43 years old. That's the rumor. And now we know that also so is, uh well, I don't know. Has he been yeah, on nope, yet? <laughs> nope. Yep. Yeah, well, future friends are probably also turning Knowing 43. <laughs> and if you're listening backward, you know. And if you're listening backward, you know that Rachel is now 43. Rach, that's
2: right. happy 43rd. What? I
3: oh, should, have, should have said yeah. it last week.
2: <laughs> she wrote in last week.
3: <laughs> said it last week. We're now 43. Oh, I get all turned around. I can't believe I remembered it, and I wonder if partially that's because maybe we recorded it today, the Rachel. Thing- the thing you that song
4: you spin me right round
3: you spin me right, what's no, we're gonna mean? get soon
4: uh it's uh it's like I was having a bad day and now I'm having a good day because of you, I thought things were going great, and I no, they no, are. no, no. You it's turn one of me those on.
3: it's one of those rides at a uh at a playground where you puke, you make me dizzy, yeah,
2: I think it's like you you make, you make my
3: dreams come true
2: like you 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 make my world move like go. Yeah, you know. Oh, like, that's how I.
3: That's how I, I think you're right.
4: Gravitational pull.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You
4: gonna? I. You I, keep
2: things going. You put
4: me on my axis, baby. Or
2: maybe that's totally wrong, and instead it's like you give me a fucking headache. Like
3: you uh, But it's right. definitely one of those oh. two ends of the spectrum. Absolutely. Like a record, baby. Yeah, which is a good thing, although broken right. record. Right. Mm, All I know man, is that know. to
2: me, you look like you're lots of fun. Open oh, up your loving arms. Watch out, here I come.
3: Yeah. So forget everything
4: I just said.
2: Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) What do you got there? Is that a little something? Oh, yeah. Well, it it was sent to us. Should we do it on the other side and we'll take a break right now? Or do it and then
0: take the break? Let's take a break. We'll be right back, folks, after these messages. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
4: And we're back. And here we, we are. are.
1: Huh. But wait, does that mean we have to
3: say it then? Not yet. Uh, we're
4: th-
2: not going yet. But, are we? but
3: we are going to a package. right?
0: Let's go to the package!
4: The fact that we knew... Careful, in careful, my family, careful. In my family, they say, rip and tear, rip and tear. I, and I, you know what? They're right. Okay. Everything else they do when they get cards and stuff is wrong. Man, this is going to be a healthy debate. We got sent some artwork. Okay. It's wonderful. I don't know if it it. came with a letter, if it did. Forgive me, or this was the letter. Maybe we read the letter, but I can't imagine we would have read the letter. Look at this.
3: It is so good. We got multiple copies of this. I love the thickness of this paper. Yeah, it's a good stock. It is good stock. Okay. Look at it. Show everybody.
4: This was sent in by alex m this is their letter right too close back it up a little more come on scorsese get it right (laughs) what are you doing that for i'm not doing anything i'm just holding i I can see through the stock oh sorry Okay. okay dear it says dear daniel and rory and then that's crossed out and it says rory and daniel what is wrong with you?
3: Let's let's do this camera try to get it do this.
4: Do what? Oh. Hold on. Well we'd have to switch, right?
3: Nope. I'm on this side. And I do have a mustache. Like it's that get no, other hand. Your left hand. Yeah. This is your right okay. hand. Our arms need to be smeared together. And then I am touching your right.
4: And I should go like
2: this. we move the mic out of the way, though? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just remembered. Wait, I almost had it. I, we did have no, it. No, I didn't have the face. Oh. <laughs> I just remembered. That's the clip. I just remembered we're an audio show. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: just remembered that. So you know what, for that's that's what brings ne- up a good point. If there is anyone who thinks, man, they really they really do this shit to try and drive us to the Friday watch crew, It's not intentional. No. But I, I hope we are. But it is not intentional. It is not. It is it's not, not, not by design. This is nice. It says, dear Daniel and Rory. And then that's uh, crossed out with red marker and Rory and Daniel. Yeah. And then the letter is happening. And you're yelling. Yep. Clearly a typo, Daniel. And I'm yelling, Rory! Now, Rory, what is your takeaway on this person's view
3: of what the order should be? They artistically have decided that they agree with me. Because if they didn't, you would have been correcting the letter. But they're saying the way it should
4: be is Daniel and Rory. No, no. They think that you disagree with that because otherwise wouldn't they have written it Rory and Daniel, and then I'm the one trying to change it from what it's supposed to be?
3: Exactly. They believe that I'm right. And that's why they decided to make something that showed that I'm right. But you're not
4: because it's Daniel and the person who wrote it wrote Daniel and Rory. You're the person, but then it's crossed out
3: by your character. Right, but my character is represented by the artist. The artist chose that I would be Daniel and Rory, and they chose you to be the villain. Look, we both have mad eyebrows, so we're both angry. Yeah, but I am open mouth smiling. And you're mumbling, Rory, because <laughs> your mouth is closed. That's fair. I don't know, but I do like that it does look like we are going up for a. I'm going up for a dunk, and yeah. you're going up to block. Yeah, and it's cool because you can't tell yet whether or not I'm gonna
4: get posterized. Or you can't tell. You. Although you would Same. say I already, you already posterized me. Yeah, quite literally, because. You did write it, so also, I walked into the room so late into you getting this done. But even the bracelets being there. I know. I love
3: it. This I is great. Too. And Alex, I'm wearing purple this is for Rochelle. All
4: right, thanks, Alex, for sending it in. I just wanted to show a little love for some great pen pal stuff. And um, A little fan art. Yeah, people should reach out. It's at uh, ALMAL, the pal, at, at ALMALPAL. At Al, pal. Al, Mal, pal. Love that. Okay. All right. Now, do you want to really go? Yep.
3: Okay.
0: Let's, Let's go, go to, go to the ladder!
3: I hope there's people who never watch. Know what it is? They never watch, and none of this will ever talk them into watching.
4: Uh, and I, they think we're opening a screen door and letting the letter walk in. Like, <laughs> a, guys, little, like, like a little <laughs>
3: dog. Like, 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 like the B.
4: Herman. Yeah. Hi, guys. Or I'm
3: just a letter. Yeah, yeah it's I'm me. only a letter. <laughs> it's me, Larry the letter. <laughs> Come on in, Larry. Uh, me first? <laughs> um, yes. Hey, pals. Hope this letter finds you well. I think it has. hmm Uh, It's found us. Mm -hmm. I have the feeling I'm outgrowing my friendship with my current roommate. Mm -hmm. And now I added that. They didn't write that. A lot led to us growing apart. Her new boyfriend, me taking more time for myself, etc. She recently let me know that she wants to live on her own and keep our current apartment, which could probably be its own letter. I'm fine with moving out, but I'm feeling sad because we seem to be going in different directions, and I no longer find myself wanting to reach out and spend time with her. Part of me feels like to maybe it this... maybe It may be my fault in some way. Like, maybe I didn't make enough of an effort to maintain the friendship, but I also want to stay true to myself and not force anything. It might be time to just let her go. So, who are some friends you left behind? How did you decide who to hold on to and who to let go? Love you all and this podcast so much, Sophia. Bing, bong, bing. bong, bing, 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 bing. Um, uh, this is really, is this relatable to you? This is relatable sure. to me in I some ways. It's, it's you know, more, living more, with friends. One is of my difficult. favorite
4: lines from Stand By Me.
3: Um, every time I. I thought your door go. opens a window closes. Go. Look at
4: that dead kid.
3: Look, they, there's a dead kid. Hi. No.
4: Hi, uh, I'm Keeper Sutherland <laughs> Hi, I'm Keeper Sutherland and that's a dead kid over
3: there. Bam bam Is Jackass that not from it's the Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> bam bam bam. Wait, maybe I watched the wrong movie. I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen Stand by Me.
4: Uh no, it happen. it happens sometimes people come in and out of your life like, like busboys boys in, in a
3: restaurant. You knew it. Yep. Um, and that's the first time you said that on this show so ever. You know. Yep, ever. Did I say it to Jerry? Um, you said so much to Jerry. He, he, wa- he was game. He, there was no point. Remember there there I, was no part. He came in. Remember when I told you, you were gonna say that we should him. invite him to the escape room? Yeah. You were really. like, really? I would invite him and I'm still willing. I'm willing to invite him to future escape rooms. The only reason I didn't even reach out was because it was last minute and he told us on the show how far away he lived. Um, Which also goes to show you how special that was of him to come here and do this show. That was a drive. That was a drive, folks. Mm -hmm. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, um, if you
4: haven't shown him love, do because we want people to come back. And if they're like, oh my God, all these people love me on that show. Maybe they will I will say,
3: and we've never said this before. But if you did enjoy any of the any guests that we have ever yeah, had, we've never said anything. We like have this. always had. The, I mean, their Instagrams are out there. Like it bodes well for them to know that you enjoyed it. So, yeah, it, whether they read it or not, I couldn't tell you. But there's obviously DMs on Instagram mm-hmm. and comments if you ever if they post that they were on this show. Comment that you enjoyed yeah. it. Or um, even an our posts Under it, you could tag them and be like, loved you, at Jerry OC yeah. on
4: this show. Like, and
3: I will say, uh, the only reason I say to do that is because uh, uh, a lot of our guests, almost all of them, I can't say all of them, to be quite honest, but a lot of them, I think, would gladly come back. And you saying how much you enjoyed them being on the show is certainly a nudge in that direction. And it bodes well for us, and also it gives you the thing you clearly liked again, yeah. or if you, if they were plugging something and you checked it out, that's a great way to go. Hey, heard
4: yeah. about your project on yeah. uh, Pen Pals? Absolutely loved it. You were great on that episode.
3: Anyway, right out of the gate, it's tough to live with people. That's how you make friends. This is about how you get rid of them. Yeah, murder. It's <laughs> tough to live with people. It just it yeah, is, very. and it is tough to live with friends. And I and and I think people will know what I'm talking about. Friendships can be affected. I guarantee you we would not have the same friendship if we were roommates. No. I'm not I am not and I know this now. I am not a good roommate. I have I am I am so particular about so many things that friends I have lived with, us living together has affected our friendship while we were living together and once we no longer lived together had a better friendship. And I will say I'm not completely in in the wrong, but I do now know as a mature adult, I was a big part of the problem of being someone who I I am difficult to live with. I know it. There's no way. Ask my wife. Ask my kid. Ask my dog. I'm difficult to live. with. But that. when you were younger, did you did you feel like they were? were yes. You, were you, were you I right? always thought it was someone else's fault, and how it's so easy. But now I look back and I realize I was so dumb about stupid shit. Granted. Wanting a place to be clean and people keeping it clean, that's that's not, that's, that's, that's where I go. That's middle ground. I would never keep it dirty. Why why would you keep it dirty? But also expecting someone uh, for an example, and this isn't specific, but I would also be like, Hey guys, let's clean the apartment. And it's absurd to think that everyone needs to operate on my schedule. You know what I mean? Being (laughs) like, well, I'm going to clean it and I guess you're not going to help. It's like, yeah, maybe I'll do it later. It's like, but I couldn't perceive that. Um, I'm ready right now, Jack. Yeah. So I would say I can <laughs> yes. I can see that being <laughs> uh I I think there's two versions of this. One, you moving out and getting a new place might actually rekindle the True. Uh, the relationship. It story. really Very could. Good. It really could. Yeah. Also, when new romances start for people, I don't care who you are, they are wildly exciting and they take your attention and Mm -hmm. there's no way around it. And I don't fault anybody because I'm also guilty of it. I then maybe didn't make the same effort with friends. Speaking about her roommate here. Um, I didn't make the same effort with friends because I was now dating someone and I wanted to spend all my time with that person and give them all my attention because it was new. It was exciting. It was a romance. It's all those things that make you feel good. So I, I, I've had friends actually say, Hey, don't forget to focus on our relationship. I've had that. Yeah. I've had a confrontation uh, like that. And and I'm grateful that I had it because you kind of forget. So I, I do, to that end, uh, forgive your uh, roommate in that regard um, that they have a new love interest. But I, I would say, ultimately, the potential downside is reality. And that is, like Busboys... You're some. They just people. Yep. People come and go, and there's a spark when there's a spark, and then it and it goes away. That's true of all relationships, including family members. That can be true. Growing up with a cousin or an aunt or uncle or grandpa, or whoever it might be, you might be like, "Oh man, when I was ten, we were fucking like this," and now you might be twenty-five, and it's not that anymore. Yeah, and that's just life. That's just when and it's a little heartbreaking just, it can be this. a little heartbreaking and it, I, it is I heartbreaking i don't want to sure. uh sound
4: uh, but condes- it is reality. condescending at all yeah but i think it's just one of those things of growing up in life where you re- like you know there's a time where you're just like oh i'm gonna like get broken up with and yeah other people are gonna i'm gonna break up with people and that's just kind of life up until hopefully a certain point sure uh, or you just you can find happiness with just yourself too yeah but like the other part of it is, is you start to realize, like, oh, we were just friends because we worked together. Yeah, and I still like them. I yeah. think fondly of them, and they think fondly of me. There's no negativity. But you're to in it, a space that but you it it kind to of to share. And I think the older you get, and maybe the more our life moves a lot. It's moved literal places. It's moved in terms of chapters of what we are focusing on or working on. Yeah, right. We we could both end up that that the next 15 years could be dominated way more by acting than stand-up, and the first 15 was the opposite. So we will operate with different types of people and schedules and stuff like that. So maybe we see it more, but I think that you can even get to a point where in real time you start to go, oh, yeah, we kind of haven't talked in two or three months. I think we're in the part where we really don't know each other. And and you know that you could – feeling that you could call them up and text be like let's go get something or you kind of just let it go a little bit and it's okay right yeah yeah yeah. and especially in our world you could end up working on a project for that person for six months and now you're hanging out or years yes or you just never really because certainly before pound cake we were friends yeah and after pound cake too because there was a gap between pound cake and penthouse yeah we were friends but it was not crazy to go eight months or maybe no. even a year without no. talking to each other no but if we saw each other hey like hey, how's green, it going hey, yeah, yeah. Hug, and that's a different thing but there there's i think in other you know people i worked with in chicago i'll, I'll say his name his guy i worked with at the reader his name's tj and i think he's one Shout of the coolest, coolest fucking dudes his band is one of my favorite bands i've ever and gone the to Anarinos. see uh it should have been um although the lead singer was awesome deserved that billing the uh We did a couple times where I would come back and, you know, we'd meet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now TJ and I haven't spoken in probably four years. Yeah. But if I'm in Chicago next weekend and TJ hits me up, I'll go meet up with him for a drink. But we're just kind of not.
3: It's it's just how it is. It's weird to say we're not
4: friends, but I guess we just don't have a relationship You're just out of touch right now. Yeah. It doesn't mean
3: he's a friend or an enemy or an acquaintance. He could call me right now and be like, hey, could you help me? And if I could help him out, I would do it. Exactly. Love that dude. Yeah. And I I think that's what maintains a friendship. But the titles of these things, like you just kind of, it's just people just come and go and feelings come and go and you grow and you change. Sometimes you do just grow and
4: it's not a negative, like something bad happened, but they're not really your kind of person anymore. Or maybe you're not theirs.
3: You know, I'm so not who I used to be when I was in middle school, I'm not who I used to be when I was in high school, I'm not who I used to be when I was in college, and also all those people are not, we're not the same either, I'm not who I used to be when I started stand-up, I'm not who I used to be when I moved to New York City, I'm not who I used to be when I first moved to LA, Mm -hmm. I'm not who I used to be five years ago, Mm -hmm. and because of that, your timeline, and your energy, and your vibe, and who you are, and what you're into, is gonna shift in I don't think it's, it's healthy to, uh, there's some friendships that will never die. And that, that's just true. It's it's just there. Whether you even talk to those people or work on it or I, not, I'm you fortunate. know, I have friends who live yeah. across the country that I'm best friends with and I don't ever see. I yeah. mean, that's, that's true of like family as well, but you, you grow and you change and, There's nothing that you can do about it. It's truly just a part of of life and what life is. So not to diminish the fact, the very true real fact that it is heartbreaking because most chapters when it comes to relationships are ones that you don't really want to end. Right. But all chapters, good or bad, if you are continuing to read a book, (laughs) they are going to end and that's just how it goes. And it's not exciting for the next chapter to sound exactly like the previous chapter. It just isn't.
4: But I really like what you said to, to our pen pal here is that, one, your friend is sort of in the shiny new toy phase, maybe, of a relationship, which could last years, yep. whatever. Could that be marriage. Could be, eternity. More, could be Yeah, that person's eternity. taking up more real estate in their schedule and in their heart and stuff like that. Yeah. But the other thing, like you said, the moving out, the separating... Because the one thing I guarantee you don't do right now in regards to your friend Sophia is miss them. Right. I'm not saying you will, but maybe in two or three months you're like, I haven't, we haven't I haven't fucking seen. I haven't. Yes. and you might be like, oh, this is where this friendship lives. Yeah. I still love them. I still miss them. And fuck, I want to hang out.
3: Yeah, and it might yeah, obviously it's gonna be way more infrequent, but it. But it's and that'll be its own evolution. It's the letting. You know, you got to let the bird go or whatever the phrase is and yeah. if it comes back then it comes it's back. Worth like let bush. the thing yeah. go and if it comes back. That is true because you know there's a world where you go ah, we're not, we're not on the same page right now. It doesn't mean that in five plus years you then suddenly might be on the same page better than you've ever been where you're like we've now lived some life and learned some lessons and changed and now we've actually come back together. Th- this is possible. Mm-hmm. Also this is possible mm-hmm. And then way back. it's like you can't predict it. Do you it. think about it in Greenville because in my for my mom, she's
4: had these like really close friendships, yeah, and then they won't like I'll be like, whatever happened to so and so like, oh, she's around and it's so crazy to me because I'm like, you're in Rochelle yeah <laughs> you you guys still see each other running you just stopped hanging out which it's also but just it so... just happens and and they still really like each yeah. other but you know what i mean you know whether it's grandkids or other kids getting married or things in their own life and stuff yeah. like that but i'm like it's it's weirder it makes more sense thinking about me and maybe it's because of la and it's such a transient like careers sure, that yeah, we have yeah. but when i think about my mom and i'm like yeah, but she's, I can see her house.
3: Yeah, over there. I do. do Why'd
4: you guys stop hanging out? Roche, I, I get feel get like it.
3: Rochelle is a better example. Like Greenville is still a big city, but st- still socially, yeah. You're. It's very spiderwebish in the yeah. sense that yeah. you're gonna cross. Yeah. But I've often wondered it because obviously I don't live there, but I have a lot of friends who are still there, and I I couldn't tell you what it must be like if a relationship changes. I don't know if that's House of Cards. I don't know if that affects other things where we won't necessarily experience it so much out here because it isn't the same. There are just so many splinters of how you know people. And then a lot of us, yes, a lot of friendships in stand-up comedy, but none of them go as far as a lot of those hometown relationships where you're like, We grew up together. Yeah, we don't have that out here. Right. So there's you. You almost have like, you're like, oh, the return is good, but it's minimal because the investment is minimal. Right. Whereas if I lived in Greenville, like let's say I moved back there, I'm curious what some of my relationships might be like based on who I am uh, now and yeah. today and how I and my, my perception of life and my and perception of how things I with think with should be that or, you were friends with every
4: week at the little league fields.
3: Yeah. And you're
4: like, but we're not buddies yeah. anymore. But I
3: mean, also and imagine right there. imagine that, you know, and this is true of a lot of people around the country, but you know, South Carolina is a, a red state. Greenville is becoming, I think more blue as more and yeah. more people move there. It's coming a little bit more liberal. I don't, I don't fully know that to be the truth, but I think it's probably the truth. Um, But imagine a world where you even just practically go, yeah, no, I think Trump stole those documents and I think he should be indicted. And then someone being like, I don't know you anymore. And you're like, oh, all right. But that might be less of an issue in L.A. where someone's like, ah, all right, well, you know, what do I, I'm not thinking or talking about those things. I mean, there's, uh, I don't know why I'm taking it down a political road, but that tends to separate some people. Yes. Um, But I think maybe in L.A., that has a different repercussion socially than maybe in your hometown with everyone you grew up with where out here in LA, maybe you would take more of a black sheep approach to your opinion on a thing, Mm -hmm. but in your hometown you might not because this is a commitment to here. And I've known these people for so long and all these people know a lot about me and I know a lot about them. There is a world where in that sort of dynamic, you might go with the crowd a little bit more. That's not everybody. That's sure, obviously sure. just an example. But in Rochelle, there's also that world where yeah. you... Even what am I gonna going to fight with, with everybody? everybody? Yeah. Am I going to fight with everybody in the grocery yeah. store every day? Yeah. I'll just
4: have my opinions. If, if they don't ask yeah. me about it, I'm not talking about it. I don't want to hear their stories. The little things change. Let's just, things, little let's things just change. cheer on these
3: kids. Little if, things change. Yeah. You go through a divorce and you can't shut up about it. That might be like, ah, yeah, I don't really talk to Daniel anymore. But what about in five years, you've done the work, yeah, and, yeah, now, yeah. and now I'm like, he's back. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, there's that with the relationship. Yes. It it's almost feels like infinite possibilities. I would say, yes, right now, today, it does feel this certain way. And I'm not here to say that will ever go away because I don't know the, all of the circumstances of this. I would say my assumption mm-hmm. based on this is that how it feels now is not going to be forever. And also, instead of seeing tragedy in these kind of moments, see the beauty in these kind of moments, because no matter what, these moments occur, and it really is, you said it in this letter, maybe I didn't do enough to maintain the friendship. You're going into your next relationships with other friends and whoever, knowing that relationships require that. So you're Mm -hmm. learning a lesson and you might learn that lesson in your next friendship, and because you learn how to do it well, it might bring you right back to this one, and you realize, oh, we're just not good roommates. Yeah. It, or know. the room, the living together ran its course. It ran its course, and yeah. there's just natural endings to things. It's not, uh, uh, It's not maybe long game. So sad. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my that's my take.
4: My last thing is, I would just say you I you hold on to the people who in uh, positive ways support you, believe in you, and are there for you. Mm. And even then, understand that life can get in the way. And you let go, this is so easy, but obviously you let go of anybody that facilitates negative things in your life or brings negative things into your life. And that
3: was Corey Feldman from Stand By Me that said that, (laughs) I think. Uh, Sophia, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scovel. And Daniel Scovel. Plugs and hugs and and slugs and drugs. Uh, RoyScoville.com. Have you done drugs this summer? Those are all my dates. No. I mean, when is what? (laughs) what what I'm going to be on drugs right now. It's 2017. When what is, is
4: your boy? Your boy's about to. Oh, I haven't even told you. I don't think.
3: I don't think you've told me. Anyways, (laughs) RoyScoville.com. Uh, physical Season 3. I'm going to have the same plugs for a while, it's guys. Great. It's just how it is. Yeah. But get on there. go Buy tickets to my tour. I just, I need you so badly.
4: Uh, me? Well, I guess it's about a month old now, but who knows? Maybe you can listen to this in the future. Um, I hope you saw me on stage with Amy Mann at the Newport Folk Festival. That was awesome, playing the tambourine. And thanks to everybody who's going to come on to that and did. That's what I hadn't told you about. Oh. And then we're still taking applications for what do we name the bird? Yep. And then everything else is at danielvankirk.com, including my special and album recording at 11 11, um, November 11th. And uh, November 11th. I think I started to, my battery started to die. I, I saw that. And that's at the link. It's boinking. <laughs> danielvankirk.com. Right There's a whole bunch of other stuff High Plains, Yuck Fest. That's September, then October. And a whole bunch of other stuff as well. If you come out to a show, bring a postcard or bring a Dumb People Town headline. Yeah, Because I'm the, I'm going to play the game and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So keep that in mind.
3: Let's, Let's grab, grab up these, these letters right here and read them. I like that. All right. <laughs>
4: Dear pen pals, pen pals. Oh, I like, like watching like, documentaries. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it, but I'm afraid someone listening is like, what is what what are they fucking saying? They already wonder uh, is Oh yeah. (laughs) Meow (laughs) meow. Okay. Dear pen pals, I like watching documentaries. Documentaries. Reading books, Bragg, and listening to podcasts, Bragg. About history. Hardcore histories World War One series was like a gateway drug to being a war guy. World Civil. You name it. I wanted to know about it. Did I then go down giant-sized rabbit holes on city-destroying hurricanes, genocide, genocide of native peoples, enslavement, and post-reconstruction? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, French Revolution and Napoleonic Wars. Napoleonic. Damn it. Fuck yeah. Corpse. Do I do I dabble <laughs> in true crime and serial killers? You bet. Some think this feels like a infomercial. I know. Some think it's odd to be intrigued by grim stuff. I get that. It's a downer. But I can't help but be drawn into stories about people entering the abyss and seeing how that abyss can manifest itself so many crazy, terrifying ways. I think it gives you courage, too, knowing that whatever you're facing, it's not insert cataclysmic cataclysm here or cataclysmic event here. So thoughts on societal breakdowns. How about people who are way extreme on this stuff and into survivalist stuff? That's like a whole other level I can't get on board with. But sometimes I'm like, should I? If you want to just name some historical figures you like, go for it. Love you guys. Thanks for reading my letter. Mike, P.S. If you could go back in time and eat at an establishment or gathering, where
3: would it be? Do you think they had good food at the Coliseum? At the Last Supper? Yeah. Yeah. Lissa's face. Well, I don't know if I'm... What I do don't, you think they say? Hors d'oeuvres? Bet, it's fish and bread and vegetables and fruit.
2: So fresh. So it's probably everything.
3: Fresh fruit. Fruit. Everything at the last would supper. be. Do you
4: think... They're just I having, the, think, they're having the challah, right? I the not right?
2: anything was seasoned Are they having well. the challah? They might be having challah. So fucking good. So good. Hala you think challah French was toast. the
4: same then as it is now? Or is yeah. it supposed to be because that's the gig? I don't know. Oh. And do you think they broke it in the order? People oh. to think about this. That that was it was Passover, right? It was a Jewish dinner. It was it was oh, it was. I don't know that. It
3: was. Wait, did that was start? It it, was did that Friday start because dinner? of this event? Like, Shabbat. Yes. Did that start because of this event? What the crucifixion? No. This no. is Jesus's last supper.
2: So Jews are like, yeah, let's party. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, somebody once, when I was losing my religion in the corner. Somebody right, yeah, was like rem sleep.
4: Well, you know, if Jesus actually does come back, he's going to a synagogue. And I was like, yeah. Grr. Like, yeah, he would show up and be like, "What's this? Yeah. Former basketball arena. That's where we praise
3: you, man." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh,
4: you don't kind of go around and just do good things for people and tell them why nope, you're doing we it. We go to no. a building and we then we're done. We come here,
3: goddamn it. And then don't we're tell done. My for wife a week. I said that. What? <laughs> then we're done for the week. Right. 1 hour.
4: Um, I don't, I don't know. like I, my first thought, right. was studio 54,
3: but I don't think they served. I don't think they were doing there. That. Oh, nose candy. <laughs> <laughs> a
4: little
0: bit of
3: nose candy. Right. Right. I had uh, a friend, I had a friend, went, I had a friend who went
4: to college and he brought booger some of biscuits. that back and I was like, all right, I'll, <laughs> I said this to him. I said, I said, I'll smell it
3: once. <laughs> pills. Pills. I smelled stuff. it for four years and lost my fam. <laughs> lost it all. Oh, I don't know in a state.
4: I don't even know. I don't know many food I know gatherings. I don't this is like a muser question. Probably. I'm not trying
3: to be at the, uh, you know, first Thanksgiving. I don't think it was as peaceful as people pay. I go it back and be. eat at the Beacon
4: in Rochelle, Illinois, which right. recently came up or will come up on a future episode. Yep. Future.
3: Yep. Next week's. Yep. Guys, don't know how we know. Don't worry about it. I do wish I could go back uh, and have uh, an, a, a, a just started. Little Caesars Pizza and Crazy Bread. At least the Crazy Bread. Because when Little Caesars first... Crazy Bread
4: came with the franchises,
3: I think. I don't think it was... But I mean, when Little Caesars first started, the Crazy Bread was so fucking good. I want to go back and find out Mm -hmm. if I still think that. Because... All of those chains, as they become quantity over quality, they lose. They lose. You lose. So, and so now, Crazy Brad, you're like, ah, it's okay. But then you're like, wait, is this what it tastes like question. when I was a kid? And it wasn't. It, it was always shitty. I don't think that's true. I think I think Little Caesars used to be more top shelf. Remember, it was two square pizzas on one thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. pizza, pizza, which is someone saying piece of pizza, pizza, pizza. And it's on a square thing. It was two pizzas, and you ripped the paper off. Obviously, that bringing that that it makes no sense for that to right, be a thing right, anymore. Right. But I think it was a different caliber of so, pizza. than So genuine
4: question. Yes. Do you think you can answer as well on this? Do you think if you go back to the '80s, the original standalone Jersey Mikes on the Jersey Shore, you think it's better than what you're getting served right now? I'd love to know.
2: That I think is is a totally. I mean,
4: who because they're slicing it right there,
2: right? Or did they improve? Have they improved over time? Did they like find their stride later on?
4: Love it. I
3: That's think about I would love that. To know.
2: You know, with Krispy Kreme, I remember when we got a Krispy Kreme in the Seattle area for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And people were going nuts, and I don't care for donuts, but. So we gotta keep going. So, but we
4: have to keep
3: going. They,
2: everyone was like, they melt, like they melt in your mouth. Yeah, they yeah,
3: do, and, and I don't know why someone wouldn't love them. And but.
2: do they still? <laughs> like, but are is? I think it if as, you get them hot at the gas right, station, it, they do. But is it like as good as the first Krispy Kremes that came out?
4: That's a good question. Yeah. Roar, you still with us? I just I had to push through, and you will too.
3: Pizza, pasta, donuts. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, but I'm so, I'm this level deflated. Yeah. No. Um. Anyways, war. You just say wish um, you will. <laughs> uh. Yeah. No. Anyways, I guess I'd want to eat at the um, uh, Noah's Ark. Um. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so many food options. <laughs> two of everything. Uh-huh. Where somebody's like, "Hey, where are the and you you made a mistake? I ate both of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the, the only two we had in the whole world." Yeah. You ate, so we'll never have... Yeah, what did they eat that we'll never know about? Right. All the animals we currently have, those are the ones Noah and his family didn't eat.
4: So I I love this letter because um, it spurns a thought in me that I want to direct towards you. Go and, ahead. And all of our pen pals. Go ahead.
3: War, do you like it or not? Well, what is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um,
4: I... Also was had a time where I was like really into Dan Carlin's uh, hardcore history. Have you ever listened to the podcast? No. It is at times enthralling in how interesting it is. And then also at times almost like being in a lecture hall for college and you can take such an amazing nap. Oh, It's interesting. one person talk and he goes for hours Good. and hours. Good. I actually hours. like both of those outcomes. Yeah. And I need both. There was one episode called Something like, I'm getting it wrong, but it was like the required ridiculousness of war, right? That like yeah. war causes people to behave in ways and uh governments to make decisions that in a normal world, in a normal scenario, you would never do this. You wouldn't yeah. even consider this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he just talks about, and he's not saying one way or the other, but like, that it got to a point where people were like what if we just bomb hiroshima like like what do you mean like right the whole city the whole we bomb it all right and nagasaki is the other one correct and right he talks about that that is everyone was in war you would never think you would never, you have a hard time deciding what would ever even cause you to do that. But war creates these insane scenarios yes. by which you are living and operating. And I think, listen, I recently talked about this movie. Um, Saving Private Ryan is a phenomenal film, right? But it has that very Spielberg, no pun intended, lens to it. Mm-hmm. And a movie like Fury is an amazing film with the David Ayers, I think. One of them is like an amazing war film for everybody. Yeah, yeah, And then the other one is an amazing war film that you're going to have to face what really is going on here. Do you want to watch that? Right, yeah. Because I think it really, for a person who has no actual practical or real-life experience, for me, it feels like it really captures the brutality of war and yeah. how people are living like this. You know, you, you would yes. never you would never break into some French people's home and decide you're going to have dinner. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're at
3: war. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And so I have had times where I, it's just such an insane um, mindset yeah. for people to live in and like how they get to it. And I think that I can acknowledge how little I know or feel about it but I think a problem with most of our society currently, right now, where we saw people like, "Well, when the war comes, we're going to go to," and you want to say to these people, and I have none, yeah. But you want to say to them, "You have no idea what you're really talking about." Yeah, with war or
3: the darkness, you're right. really you're really the advocating darkness. for, the, and that's a great. And you also now are too. The dark, darkness. You're also never considering the amount of innocent civilians that pay the price. For this, mm-hmm. and those civilians are also members of the military. Those the uh, innocence is a part of both sides, and it's absolutely in. It, it, it's there's nothing positive about it. There isn't. I, I I don't know. It's so frustrating because it's uh it's it's become such a part of our entire lives. Our entire lives have been. War, our, yeah. an identity of war with our country. Mm-hmm. Truly, since Cold we were
4: War, born. the desert, desert storm. Uh, desert and then, storm. then it feels like there was a couple of years. Where everybody took a recess. Yep. And then we manufactured then the Clinton, the Clinton war years in in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. It, but even in Clinton, yeah, it was Bosnia. And, but
3: then you're also finding out about the other things that we do as a country because right. you now you're a teenager and you're like, oh, we're 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 the bad guys. We a lot of times we are doing this. Yeah. And then obviously nine eleven, and then a war that just ended, but also the fucked up numbers of how many Iraqi civilians, innocent Iraqi civilians who died in, I don't know, a million. And also how many lives are completely upended by this and destroyed. And there isn't like, well, the war's over now. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't make anything better.
4: And then now the Ukraine war and you have, you have people being like, it's become like a meme, meme war. Right. Yes. And, People will say, you see this old guy yeah. with like a gun and he's like 85 years old. And and the person who has experienced that or maybe just somebody who really thinks about it goes, well, yeah, he's at war. So what did he, he it's not really like, well, I don't care. I'm old. I'm going to go fight. Now, he could be that. But he also just might be like, this is my house.
3: Yeah. I'm at I war. I have to. I'm at war. I have to. Right. I don't want to.
4: Right. War's at me.
3: And look at the amount of people in Ukraine that are like, yeah, I guess we're all going to jump in because what else are we supposed to do? Lose our like lives and our country and our right. land and our, our way of life that was its own thing? Did you see
4: the <laughs> so, new version of All Quiet on the Western Front? No. Well, um, I don't think I'm really giving anything away by saying that the war ends and well that's a big there's an amazing part listen did you see it there's this uh, and by amazing i mean like where your your brain is like whoa where the war is over the treaty is signed yeah and guys are just like hey you need a hand five minutes earlier they would have been like i'm gonna kill you
3: yes but now it's over so it's, it's like so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous that yes. it's like, well, we don't have. I don't have to. And you fight go, you we anymore. could have started at. Can I give you a hand? Right. If we just could have talked. If leadership could have just right. And if that's the big deal, governed about, in that's a different the whole way.
4: Crazy, like behind the scenes thing. That's the B story that's happening. Daniel know, and I the have.
3: We both have a a two day class out in the woods on survivalist uh, to start our training for this stuff. We have to do it board. but. I understand the but sometimes I'm like should I when he's asking about about the survivalist yeah become I the, think it's the, worth knowing I think it's worth knowing because I think societal breakdowns are uh, inevitable I think we are potentially at the beginning of uh, such a thing now I mean but you're not hoarding right I'm not hoarding I'm probably not educating myself enough I definitely think the majority of people at least in america i can't speak for the world but it's probably more in the world but at least in america i would say the vast majority of people do not no longer have a concept of how to provide for themselves in basic human uh ways uh something i've talked about on stage before but like those four kids where there was that plane crash do you know this recent story plane crash in the uh the amazon okay Uh, two adults and four kids two adults died Yes, four kids, uh, the oldest being a young girl who was 13 and the youngest being an 11 month old baby and then two other kids in between there, Mm -hmm. I think like six and like nine, something like that anyways, they are now in the jungle and uh, the militaries are searching for them and they're scared of the military not only did these four kids survive The military could not find them. They were hiding. Mm -hmm. They didn't know. They didn't trust the military that was looking for them. And it wasn't until the military showed up with a recording of their grandmother's voice saying, they will help you. Don't hide from them. They then went off. And now we're talking, I think, a a month? Yeah. A month of survival in the Amazon. She was 13 and caring for an 11-month-old baby and the other two kids. She's in charge. I said on stage, those, th- that girl at least, but probably all four of these kids, but that girl at least is smarter as our species than everyone at all the Ivy League schools that you <laughs> imagine because that way of life is not natural to this planet. None of us understand the survival on this planet. That girl is smarter than all of us. And Mm -hmm. she's 13 because she understands how to survive on this planet in one of the most terrifying conditions I could imagine. The level of grief she's dealing with. Her mom just died on that plane. It wasn't her dad. They met her dad. Her dad was waiting on them. So shes they've reunited. But... Her mom uh, died on that plane crash, and the pilot, I assume, yeah. um, and dealt with that, but also... Oh, 11-month-old baby. She fed the baby by the food, like, making a leaf so that it has to funnel down smaller so that it's easier to get it into the baby's mouth that can't, like, suck on it or anything. Like, created things out of nature to feed the baby and to keep everyone alive and quiet and calm and chill for four fucking weeks, yeah. I would be dead within the hour because I'd just kill myself. <laughs> but do you know what I mean yes. in saying that when it comes to the societal breakdown, we as a whole are mostly not prepared. And I fear, and this is a total judgment call. This is someone judging books by their cover. Okay. I fear the people who are most prepared for the societal breakdown are not the people you want to be able to make it to the other side. I think they might be evil, bad people. And their intentions are not uh, Christ-like as their their crosses would have you believe. Sure.
4: (laughs) Well, we got to go take our fucking trip, dude. Yeah, we're going to.
3: Once everything starts breaking down.
4: It's too late. Let's hey, learn. we're here for the uh, camp Otherwise, thing. They're like, hey, other- man, we're trying to live yeah. here. Like, yeah, that's what yeah. we're here well, for. Well, now you're our
3: prisoners, because this isn't the camp. Now it's real life. Like, oh my god, Daniel, I think this is the camp. <laughs> Good, I'm here to learn. <laughs> <laughs> we are prisoners thinking we're in a simulated thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is so... You're like, I think you're learning like, a lot. because it. Honestly, it. I like that they're making us right. do it. When that guy beat you with a can of beans, I was like, this yeah. feels real. And then you somehow overcame him. I was like, Good for Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um no, but seriously, I am eternally the guy uh on the stairwell watching um my com- my my uh not comrade, my uh my uh war partner, I don't know, my fellow soldier <laughs> yeah, yeah. getting stabbed in the room like Adam Goldberg. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the guy on the steps going, I should stay out of this. This is them.
4: Roar. You're not though. <laughs> no.
3: I'm not. I'm not. I know you're not. Um, Mike. This is great. I didn't read it, I but I gotta say, say this is a great all this letter. stuff
4: can be so interesting. It's so bizarre you know, when you get a new topic like I'm this. I'm more interested in hearing about how someone who maybe was a serial killer got caught versus uh, just hearing about what they
3: did. Entertainment wise, um, yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: I want to hear the like this is this is how we were trying to stop them and this is how we did versus the like yeah and then I killed this person. Like that. I'm not into yeah. in that. The Rex um, Howerman, but I would say everything you everything everything, everything you put in right every every. Every cloud you stand under affects the amount of sunshine you get. And so huh. if you you wanna do all these things, my the only thing is is like you, you you gotta open it up sometimes too. Like yep. go watch the the old classic Care Bear movie, watch yep. something fun, put on a little bit of Mr. Rogers and yep. see what a minute feels like. Yep. Like like balance it out. Yep. This stuff can be very interesting, but it also is
3: very Heavy. dark. Yeah,
4: and you do. You don't want. You, you don't want to be in that for. And that was years. also
3: Corey Feldman from Stand by Me <laughs> said all that. I love it. Okay, thanks so much,
4: Mike. We wish you well, sincerely. Your pen pals, Scoville and Kirk, and Kirk and Scoville. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick
3: Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to
4: youtube.com slash Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals for only $5. You can listen to a follow-up letter
3: every week and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals news. But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show. it wasn't
4: so long ago